welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week we are going to talk about extrasensory perceptions, or ESP, or as I like to call them, the Clares. <laughs> and I'm glad to know I'm not the only one who calls them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw that. This episode is all about psychic abilities, what they are, the different types, how, and how a little bit about on how to make yours a little stronger. I personally believe that we all have the ability to tap into the greater than um, to enhance our knowledge of the world around us. And I think that we consider psychic powers are just that, the things that we consider psychic powers are just that type tapping into the greater than tapping into the universe to know more about a situation or people or what have you i do think it's a form of magic that seems to get a bad rap and i think that it gets a bad rap because it's so easily accessible to most humans but it's not at all easily explainable exactly and it's not the type of magic that's easy to prove or replicate. I can cast the same candle spell, and I personally can expect the same sorts of results, but I can't always do that when I'm using my psychic abilities. Yeah, it's not as easy to predict or, you said, explain. Yeah, and, and certainly for me, it's not as easy to tap into my, or my experiences with it seem incredibly random. The types of psychic awarenesses are varied and will present themselves differently to different people. So I know a powerful psychic whose ability comes from her relationships with her deity, but mine just happen. So the examples that we give here might not fit your experience. And I know that I personally have a kind of uncommon form. And it baffles a lot of people when I try to explain it. Baffles me when I try to figure it out. <laughs> it's a weird one. It's a very weird one. And we'll get there. So the types. The overarching term here is extrasensory perception, ESPs. Mm -hmm. So things we know from sources other than sight, sound, touch, taste, or smell. Telepathy is simply knowing another person's thoughts. Mind reading if you will. I do think we all do this to some extent with people that we know really, really well. I think it's one of those, you know, when you and your best friend share a look, yeah. <laughs> like, like Nancy and I do quite frequently. Um, oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are reasons for my colorful language. <laughs> <laughs> You're Irish and a New Yorker. <laughs> I, I think you would be hard pressed to find any human with, with social experience, you know, anyone over the age of say 10 or something that hasn't had that moment where you just look at a person and you know exactly what they're thinking. That's a type of ESP. It's telepathy. Precognition is predicting events before they're happen they happen. Now this isn't always like the vision where you see the whole thing play out. It's frequently sometimes like you just have a gut feeling so you cancel a trip mm -hmm. only to find out later that, yeah. that the plane crashed or or take, suddenly you want to take a different path to a place you go to all the time. You have this thing that I should go downtown instead of the freeway. Mm -hmm. And to yes. listen to those kind of things. <laughs> and you had something like that 
uh, at the beginning of the year, you shuffled something around and then right after that COVID hit. We canceled. We were going to go to our yearly trip to Vegas and and I both got the feeling we shouldn't go and it was before it hit and you know that it really hit and um it turned out that they closed Vegas down on the 15th which is the day we would have been yeah so you just have to I think a lot of people have those feelings and they just write them off and things could happen yeah so retrocognition is the ability to know with great detail events that happened in the past now these are very specifically events that you could not have known about or that you could not have been there for in any way. Some people will refer to this as a past life experience because for some people that's what they are retrocognating. I think I did experience this because for many, many, many years I would dream about an art exhibit and it was like in detail, like it was this humongous open empty room and there was a spiral staircase. And I remember mom was like, yeah, she went, but it was back East never been there's no way but I don't that's the only time I can think of where something like that would have happened to me yeah one time after I was um, it's interesting after I watched a movie and it was on Celtic witches what they went through I got a flash of them dancing around a fire on a beach but it was not anything that was in the movie but I think it activated a past life experience because it was one of my little video flashes. Show, I was reacting to it a lot stronger than I normally would. It hit that past life yeah. thing. So telekinesis is the ability to move things with your mind, basically. Anyway, more specifically, it's the ability for you to directly affect something or someone physically with only the power of your mind. Mm-hmm. I have no experience with this whatsoever. I don't know anyone who truly does have experience with this, um, except for for me, maybe a mutual friend of ours can do this, but I don't know. But I'm putting that out there because it's I'm, I'm adding it to the list because it is part of that extrasensory. Yeah. Claire's are the ability to sense or know through space and time or through space or time via your senses. Claire means clear. And so clairvoyance is clear seeing or the ability to see something from a distance sentience is the ability to feel sensations or emotions. So sort of like when twins can feel the other twin's pain. Yeah. I think that's where that would be. Um, then there's clairaudience. This one messes me up. Is the ability to hear from a distance. I have done that occasionally. Yeah, it's hidden. An example of that. So you hear something that's going on. Like, were you telling me, did you smell or like a, a alarm going off or something when you knew someone was burning something? You smelled that, right? The burning? Yeah, I smell that. And that's our next one is Claire, Claire Alliance. It's the ability to know things through your sense of smell. And this is probably my most powerful Claire. So the very first time like I, that I remember connecting it to a precognitive sort of moment Mm -hmm. was when I was working at my office and I smelled a very, very specific lotion and I spent maybe, I spent way too long looking around the office. At the time I was the only person at work. So, you know, I'm looking at everybody's desk. I don't see anybody with lotion. There's nobody there. So nobody's putting on lotion. 
And then I messaged a friend because I was like, this, this is super, super weird. I can really smell this lotion and like, there's no one here. It's just me. And they were like, oh yeah, I just put that lotion on. Oh, and by the way, I was going to call you because this really bad thing just happened. No, oh, so that's why you picked up the scent. Yeah. And it was weird and I don't like it. Um, and when we were looking to buy a house, I could smell the house before we even. That's really interesting. I, I do that pretty frequently. I will know, not necessarily a very specific scent, but I will know a family of scents. Hmm. So uh, it will be, okay, I'm going to go do this brand new thing. If I smell this family of scents, say citrus or spices, the thing will be okay. But if I'm, but if I smell something like grass or flowers, it won't be okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Claire Gustans is the ability to know through taste. So if you have this, suddenly you would have the taste of whatever in your mouth. I've never had that happen. And I think I would probably panic. Because it was a bad. I think I would probably panic. Um, and the last one is mediumship. Now, this one is probably the one that gets the worst, the worst reputation. It's probably the one that most people are freaked out by, but it's basically the ability to communicate with the dead. Now, I personally also include other spirits because that's also who I'm communicating with. Yes. So for me, it's not exclusively the dead that I, in fact, I rarely speak to the dead. I usually am speaking to other spirits, but in short, think Long Island medium. Yeah. She speaks to the dead. But this one is also, the reason it gets bad rap is because this one is actually pretty easy to fake. If you're, if you're doing it out in public, it's pretty easy to learn the tricks to get people to tell you all about their, their lost loved ones without you asking specifically. Yeah, yeah. There's an name um, that starts with an R. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, that said, there are real mediums out there and they are doing amazing work. But if you're looking for someone to do that work for you, be very, very careful. If they're asking you very vague questions at the beginning, probably not as real. I tied into, yeah. 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 Whereas if they can come out and go, well, this is your mom and she's got, you know, ways to improve your ESPs. Now, this applies to a lot of ways a lot of things you can improve, by the way, not just necessarily ESP. That's right. Because <laughs> I was thinking about that after I wrote this. I was like, wait, well, we all tap into our extrasensory perceptions when we tap into our intuition. Mm -hmm. um, and we did this much more frequently when we were children. Children are all about trusting their gut. So the best way to tap into your psychic ability at first is to trust your gut. Trust your intuition and, and listen to those twinges. You don't necessarily need to follow through with them, but if you have a moment where you're just like, well, I should go to the store today, and then you go to the store today and say your favorite beer is on like a super, super sale, kind of not jot it down somewhere and just remember, oh, I trusted yeah. my gut. These yeah. don't have to be big things. I think we get trained, A, our intuition and our ESP stuff gets trained out of us when we're very young. I have a theory that most imaginary friends are actually spirit guides or the departed. 
and where we teach kids very young, no, that's, it's not real. It's an imaginary friend. Yeah. You can't talk to great grandma because she's long gone or. Yeah. So when we retrain ourselves to trust our gut, then we're giving ourselves, we're giving our higher self permission to share that knowledge with us. And we're kind of opening the conduit to the greater than. Now, one trick I read that I've never tried, but I, I, I kind of want to do this when things in my world calm down a little bit. One trick that I read is to sit every day with your emotions. And as you sit with your emotions, so like some days you're going to be really, really happy. The day was a happy day. So what color do you give happiness? What color do you give sadness when you sit with it? Like when you spend some time looking at that emotion from inside yourself, what, what color do you give that emotion? So let's say I give um, happiness the color green. The more familiar I am with my sense of happiness and my relationship of my happiness to the color green, every time I see the color green, when I will begin to see the color green when people are being happy around me. That's what this trick says. I don't know. I need to try it, but I think it'd be super cool to try. Yeah, it would. And I think it'd be a good way to start reading auras, which is not something I'm good at. Yeah, me either. I've read the books without looking in the mirror and trying to see me wrong. You know me, us left brain people, <laughs> it's a little harder to do. I and I here I am, a right brain person going, yeah, I can't do it either. Like But you're really good at visual visualization. Yeah. Um mine are just downloads. Um pay attention to the details. And trust that silence can also tell you something. So one of the ways that I sense what other people are doing, feeling, thinking, etc., is by listening to the words they pick or don't pick. Because sometimes they're subconsciously giving you the information that they want you to have. But then when, when they're silent and not, not speaking, sometimes that silence is where their spirit guides are sharing with you. Mm. You just have to be you have to trust that that silence is going to have something. Now, for me, a lot of my ESP stuff, a lot of my, well, we were talking about this before, the Claire empathy, which we've already kind of decided is going to be a larger episode down the road. But I think a lot of, so much of my clairvoyant stuff comes from just like the clairsentience where I just kind of know, but maybe that is clair empathy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like the show I was watching tonight, I was watching, I was jotting down notes and got to the one line we were talking about and it went, Kristen. So, yeah, I know. I already know that Kristen needs to know that. <laughs> and it's not the first time I've gotten messages that were meant for you. Okay. Oh, I get, yeah. Yeah. Everything is important. But um, everything's <laughs> funny. Every freaking time I put the journal next to the bed, download cease. I'm like, seriously? It's frustrating. It's frustrating. So another way, and this one, I love this one because I'll get there. Let me finish my, okay. So one way to heighten your clairs or your ESP or your whatever you want to heighten in this extrasensory realm is by talking to your guides. Open up those lines of communication build those relationships. One fun way to do it is when you're in your meditation space, just ready to meditate, actually talk out loud to them. Don't expect out loud answers, but actually communicate out loud because that makes it 
so much more tangible and real to us humans. It really does. It makes it more, makes it more real. And don't, don't forget to journal. Building your ESP is like building your cooking palette, right? You don't start off knowing exactly what spices are going to work with each other when you first learn to cook or become a foodie or whatever it is you're going to (laughs) do. But, but when you start learning that, when you start to learn flavor and balance and who, what plays well off of what and how, you know, pretty soon you're just like, well, this flavor combination will go well together. And I know it will, because I know, even though I've never had this flavor combination, I know what flavor A tastes like, and I know what flavor B tastes like, and I know that they'll work well together. ESP, our holistic body really does kind of work that way. We are, um, especially in the West, in the Western world, we're taught to be very physical, in the moment creatures. And we're not taught to trust the process of anything necessarily outside the realm of the things we can do with our five actual senses. Exactly. And we've forgotten about the light being that exists in this body. And we're star stuff. We're meant to be playing uh, in those realms and those, we're we're meant to be doing those things. Journaling is going to give us a safe place to recognize patterns. You know, if there's there's a journaling method that I use pretty frequently, Um, not every day, even though that's what's suggested, but pretty frequently where you, you get up in the morning and you just write. Mm-hmm. Three, and it has to be by hand, not no typing, just by hand. Um, and it has to, it, three, three notebook pages. Oh, wow. That's a lot of writing. Just, just three, not front and back, but just three notebook pages. And usually I discover, and it doesn't matter what you're writing. You could be writing your grocery list for three pages. That would be perfectly acceptable. But the thing that I noticed when I was, when I do this, and especially when I'm doing it relatively regularly, is that about halfway through the second page, I start getting rapid fire stuff happening. Either it's a solution to a problem I've been dealing with, or it's a new idea for a project where, you know, or it's literally rapid fire. Okay, so today we're going to have to be really aware because this one thing might happen. Like, why would I think that that one thing might happen? So there's no basis for that thought. Yeah. So I, I, I like that technique. It does take time. So you do need to be willing to dedicate that time. Well, as like I always do whenever we're doing an episode is um, researching and I haven't really delved you know, know things that have been happening to me, but I never really delved into. I was reading about clairvoyance is one of your gifts. If you have this, actually what it was written down there, and then I translated what I what happens to me. Have mental images randomly flashing before your eyes. Hello, this is what I call the viewmaster. So yes, mm-hmm. very consistent last year when I described him to Troy, he goes, oh, it's just like a viewmaster that you're just clicking. Like, yeah, because they only last a few seconds from how you were a kid and you the second one was find it easy to visualize her image okay we all know that's a definite no for me 
I'm only showing it so because I want people to realize as they start thinking about these things, I have that or I have that and I'm getting this. Flashes of colors, numbers, symbols, and images. My flashing of colors started with meditation. And the first time is the first time I meditated was with you and another member. And I got the swirling of purples and teals and that, the colors. And then, oh, yeah. Then it switched to if I was doing yoga, I was doing a yoga class, I would get a red heart, just the outline of a red heart when I was meditating in yoga. But if I was meditating around you or in our group, I would get a pentagram. It would just, just be the outline. And that was like blue and purple. I'm like, okay, whatever. The other one was seeing visions as a movie playing in your head, which started with me a few months ago. I guess, well, maybe three, four, I don't know. Time is a lie. Time is a lie. Time is a lie, and especially now during COVID, but also I, yes, I, I do want our listeners to remember that as you start developing all of your, the skills that we've talked about through all of these episodes, time becomes a much weirder thing because you are literally dealing with so many different parts of time. Yeah. When you're dealing with your ancestors, you're reaching back. Yeah, when you're when you're doing spells, you're trying to affect the future. Yeah. So your your time becomes very confusing, and that's all I want to say right there. Just please continue. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's true. I mean, with my flashes, well, the last one was the the last one was the giant woman coming in through my garage door into my kitchen. And she had to bend over and just smiling. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know what that means, but. She had short hair, kind of strawberry blonde hair, and she's just happy. She's smiling at me, and I'm like, okay. The, the soldiers on the cobblestone street, we talked about that. We're, we kind of thought it was like World War, World War One. The Celtic witches around the fire, I talked about that. That kind of brought me in from watching that movie, but it was totally different than the movies. It wasn't like I was replaying the clip. And the last one I started getting was sound, and that was Kinley running down the steps in a coat that I just recently bought her. Thinking, Grandma, I got apple juice. <laughs> like, I got sound now. <laughs> and I've had sound. I've had words in that come to my head where actually it sounds like they were speaking. But um, so everybody needs to think. Like, if you would have told me two or three years ago, I would have had any of this, other than the the swirling light, I would have laughed. And all of a sudden, once you start meditation and that, like they just start amplifying. I guess they're coming clearer. I know for sure that when we did start this process of, of, of you sort of coming to the, to this wife, mm-hmm. you, you were also very, so you were also so scientific about it yeah. that, that I think there were a little more barriers to break down. Yeah. Like the spirit had to work a little harder because the spirit, the spirit, the greater than is like, Oh, she's going to question everything. We've got to make it so she can't question it. Yeah. Just give her start downloads that make no, like, okay, there's no way I would have got this three second video of a giant bending over and just the top half of her coming into my kitchen. Like, okay. I'm like, what it, what? But then I did have the, the first vision. The only time I have ever gone into meditation and supposed to be visualizing a door to go through and the mines, you know, the castle with the 40 foot door. I thought it was a giant tied into that, but you know, 
I can't just have a regular door. It has to pencil door. One of the other things they said, um, if your sleep becomes disturbed and you start waking up at two in the morning, wide awake, I'm like, Dude, that happens to me a lot, but I've always blamed it on the ghosts. So who knows? And the uh, last one, which was really kind of one of my first ones, you become suddenly attracted to crystals, healing arts, and metaphysical. That's I mean, my, who, who doesn't like rocks? Yes, exactly. I like a lot of rocks. I love rocks. I love crystals. Now, I didn't think off the top of my head, hey, what crystals would go well with this to yeah. add them to the list today? Oh, yeah. But... Um, a quartz is always going to be good, um, especially since quartz is a conduit. Red jasper. I would, say, I would, huh? Red jasper. Red jasper. A lot of people are coming at me with jasper these weeks. It's kind of interesting. I'm That's always tied for some reason. Like if I'm meditate, I'll always grab some amethyst. I don't know if there's a scientific reason or just because. Well, like amethyst is also protective. Oh, and I, I mean, that's why I have it everywhere. Well, that it's just really pretty. Um, it's just really pretty. But I can tell you that if you want to really focus on opening up your third eye or opening up to visions or doing that sort of thing, clary sage mm. can be done in a tea. It can be, you can buy the essential oil, dab it right on your forehead. Be careful. I can't use clary sage. It opens me way up. Oh, you're already open. So to amplify, um, Katie uses that for clamps. Huh? Katie uses that for clamps, clary sage. Instead of cramp bark? Yeah. Huh. I just use cramp bark, but I also don't have that problem anymore. Thank God. Um, uh, but clary sage is fantastic. Um, clary, a, a good combination is clary sage with rosemary because the rosemary will protect you. Mm. And the clary sage will open you up. And that's, but like I said, I have used, I've used clary sage as a way to, um, to open up and just been like, wow, I just downloaded all 11 seasons of whatever. <laughs> Are we on with Supernatural 14, 15, 208? I don't even know. That's um, just the one I went with. Labradorite, it'd be good to cart around. Um, that one's also one. I like Labradorite because it, it has so many uses and people really seem to like it. Yeah. Um, it's also pretty reasonably Dude, available. I'm thinking about using that as a meditation because the one I have that you can almost see different things in it. I love that one. But you're, you know, you can find. Um, what about selenite? I, w I mean, you could use selenite for it. I wouldn't. Just because for me, selenite is almost too fluid when I mm. work with it. But that's a me thing. Like, you're in each, each practitioner is going to find the ones that work for them. Yeah. Labradorite is a good one. Opal. Tiger's eye will have the benefit of also protecting you a little bit while you're off doing whatever you're off doing. Because one of the things we are going to talk about eventually, it's not on the list anytime soon, <laughs> is astral travel, um, um, which is <laughs> another way. <laughs> Wait till I start making you practice it. <laughs> I feel that's going to be interesting if I get to astral travel. That'd be... It's a trip. Literally. 
um, fluorite. What better time to astral travel than a time we cannot travel in person? Well, you know, I'm just suggesting that if somebody could open an astral bar, I would be very happy. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so that's like we do. Well, you know, the whole point was to turn these into conversations and not um encyclopedia. So those that's that's extrasensory perception. That is a very brief overview of psychic abilities. And that um, reminds me of just a closing, just kind of the thing of the week when Troy got the the black shadow, the light around it, and he felt it moving towards him and turned over, and it just bent over and said, "Biden wins." And this was before. I think it was, when, what day did I tell you? It was like Wednesday? I want to say it was Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it probably happened Wednesday night. I probably told you this. Because it was long enough that, that we were all starting to. Yeah, we had pain anxiety. Oh my gosh. But, you know this. I just thought it had to be the thing of the week that I had of what happened in this house. No, I love that. So that's our episode for this week. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, but also, you know, like, subscribe, all of that stuff. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us and hopefully in the future, more blog posts, we're getting there, um, at lunarmagicteatime.com. We have a YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe there as well, because one of the things that we hope to do is do videos reactionary videos and all sorts of stuff those might be a patreon thing as we develop that 